Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back, boys, to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John. With me today, Joshy Boy. Hello. How you doing, pal? I'm well. It's hot. It is hot. It's hot to trot. Mm-hmm. Here in Omaha, Nebraska, it's a spicy meatball outside. It's a hot one. Yep, but the air is thick. Thick with longing, so on and so forth. I uh, took the garbage cans out last night, and I have no desire to bring them back up to the house. <laughs> no. I probably just... Because like I did it last night, like when it got dark, I was like, when it gets dark out, it should be nice. I'm like, nope, it wasn't. It was still nasty as shit. Um, yeah, no Alex today. Alex is a little under the weather, so um, He's got football fever. <laughs> he caught it. He caught a raging case of football fever. Uh, no, Josh. Um, yeah, so uh, we're gonna continue on with our. Uh, we're at work. This will be over halfway through. <clears throat> this is we're making some good time. We are. We're chugging along on our fantasy previews. Uh, I did want to see uh, the Joe Burrow injury today. At calf camp. sprain. Yeah, calf sprain. So not as bad, I think. Uh, as it, well, obviously not as bad as it could have been. Um, I didn't see anything about like a time frame. Yeah, I, I didn't either. But. Yeah, it's probably too soon to tell on that. But um, yeah, but yeah, I just saw the video. Um, and anytime you see a non-contact knee thing, uh, you know, I think you kind of always get a little bit worried that, especially yeah. when you're starting quarterback in training camp, you're like, oh goody. Uh, but no, yeah, calf strain. So to keep our eyes on that because that would be one of the better quarterbacks out of the mix for your draft. But. We're not talking about the AFC North today. Oh, no. Nope. No, 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 Get him no. out of here. Last week, we did the AFC West. So this week, my man, we are doing... We're stay, We're sticking out West. We're staying out in the Western part of the, this beautiful country of ours. <laughs> we're going to talk about the NFC version. The NFC West. Josh, uh, off the top of your head, can you name the teams in the NFC West? Yes, I can, John. Prove you it. You got the, the <laughs> Los Angeles Rams. Gotta love it. The San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, San Francisco treat. The Seattle Seabirds. And the Arizona Cardinals. Sorry. You got it right. My glasses like fell out of my head, and it's like hard to get them on with that. Blow your on. glasses off with my Pew. insane with knowledge. With your insane knowledge, dude popped right off into the ceiling no you did that is 100 percent correct um before we get started with this the the a lot of teams are putting out their um uh throwback uniforms for this upcoming season and seattle's gotta say they're fresh mm-hmm. i'm not the biggest seahawks fan i don't really hate them don't really love them but yeah. if those aren't the original grays sick yeah. uh sick unis so i'll be excited to see them perform their skills in those uh those those cool cool football football costumes um but no we're gonna start with the san francisco 49ers we're, we're going to the bay you know i guess we, technically we're going to where is there their the stadiums laid in like not in san francisco uh, it's like palo alto yeah or something, something like yeah. that levi stadium if it's still called levi stadium mm-hmm. um some key subtractions for this team uh jimmy garoppolo obviously is with the uh raiders mike mcglinchey is gone uh jimmy ward samson Ebukam. uh they're on defense we don't care uh some key additions if you want to call them key additions uh we got sam darnold uh coming over from where the hell was it carolina yeah carolina yeah yeah um so we'll start with this quarterback situation that is kind of impossible to gauge at the moment um 
six-game winning streak last year from uh, old Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy uh, for that end of the season. Um, averaged uh, like 18 fantasy points per game from uh, week 13 through 18. Uh, as the starter, after about 218 yards per game uh, during that time frame, uh, and also threw at least two touchdown passes in each of them. Uh, great offensive line for this team. Obviously, McGlinchey's out of town, but um, and the playmakers for this dude, like I, and again, like does is he the starter? I guess is the question. P- presumably, know? yeah. I, I don't think there's really a competition going into the season. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I do think. It, probably a short leash before they throw lance back in yeah well i mean so you got the i think that the floor is really stable with purdy let's just say purdy starting the season so i mean he had that uh uh, elbow injury Mm. so it's possible i mean it's possible that he doesn't start the season because of that it's possible he doesn't start the season because they give the job to trey lance which i don't know if that's even on the table anymore but um like I said, a pretty stable floor with what he was able to accomplish in the last game. But again, that's six games. So not a lot to work off there, but not a lot to work with the Trey Lance either. Uh, the 2021 uh, third overall pick. Uh, so, if, I mean, you obviously assume if uh, Purdy can't go, Lance would be the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would I would assume Brock Purdy's the starter of this team. Yeah. What, what he did last season, I think, is I think he's earned it, and I think you know yeah. they they liked what they saw, and and it's a big question, kind of what Lance's mobility is going to be like after that. Was it, was it a Achilles? It was a, like an ankle okay. injury, I think. Yeah. Leg, ankle. I think it may have been a couple of different things. But. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like he does. I think he's got the he's got the higher floor or the higher ceiling rather with his with his uh, running ability. But yeah, you're right with the ankle. It's like you know, will that be a thing? I think that that should be fine. I think he'll be good to go if he does have to play. Um, you know, it's I don't know. It's since like the last time because because didn't he sit out like COVID year was last year at college or did he play? He really hasn't played a lot. No. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. So it's uh, I'm looking at so he's thrown just 420 in-game pass attempts combined in both college and the pro level yeah since 2018 so he was kind of a late starter guy in college i I remember um you know in terms of coming onto the the scene yeah um so well to put this in perspective this is a fun stat since 2018 at north dakota state and counting his time in the NFL, he has thrown just 420 in-game pass attempts. Uh, pass attempts. There are 17 NFL quarterbacks that threw more than that just in last season alone. So just like how six games with Purdy, there's not a lot to go off of. There's not a lot to go off with Trey Lance either. And like yeah. maybe he's washed. Maybe it's just never going to happen. Maybe they try and trade him for something. But um, I think once the season gets a little bit closer, we got, you know, where camps are starting up now. So I think we'll get a little more clarity on that situation. Um, but as of right now, I think we have to go with the fact that Purdy probably will start the season. Um, but again, I don't have either of them currently ranked in my top 25 just because I don't know. Yeah, he would be, Purdy would be way down there for me, probably like yeah. 
29. Yeah, 30. that's probably all right. Have him right now because, like, with my 25 right now, that's what I do for quarterbacks. He's not on the list, and uh, you know, I think that you could get that situation because I mean, he, he did get the injury in the playoff game. Um, so I mean, Trey Lance could be a high reward pick later on in the draft if he doesn't start. But again, I wouldn't expect him to start the season. Um, just not a lot of consistency there, and not a lot of just just starting games. You know, we just play games. You know, that's like well, we need you to be in games. Uh, Sam Darnold, um, you know, backup plan at best. You know, if if uh, one of these guys can't go, or if the wheels completely fall off and Purdy and Lance both suck and the 49ers just implode, it is weird because I think are you giving the 49ers this division like a lot of people are. Um, a lot of people are giving it to Seattle. Yeah, not by I'd, a lot, I'd, I'd still probably give it to the 49ers. Yeah, because we'll get into records. But it's yeah, just so weird for a team that doesn't have a quarterback. Really said, it's really really weird. Um, well, let's move on to the running back situation. Uh, Christian McCaffrey for me right now um, is probably my top ranked player going into the season. Yeah. Um, you know, had the injury issues after the breakout year, and like was that 2018, 2019 when he had a thousand yard receivings and a thousand yard rushing. Um, but last year he came back with a force. Um, it sit one of six running backs to finish inside the top 12 on a points per game basis in both 2021 and 22. Um, and that was, yeah, the highest scoring player among all positions in 2019 uh when he averaged 30.1 points per game uh i had him on my team that year as well as aaron jones the year he scored 19 touchdowns and i i won the league that year believe it or not I, it's shocking i know um but yeah he's he's a super dynamic player um i don't think that he's gonna slow down this year it's it's not really one of those things that worries me with him um right now uh, as far as running back rankings are concerned, where do you got Christian McCaffrey going? Oh, easily the number one. Um, yeah. And I, he'd be my number one overall. But the margin is no longer what it probably yeah. used to be when when McCaffrey was two or you know two three years ago. Yeah, but yeah, he's still number one in my book. Yeah, I mean from week eight onward, this dude was just insane. Twenty three point seven points per game, uh, and that was that was tops amongst all the backs that that played. Seventeen point six points or more in seven of nine uh, games in that uh, five game stretch. Twenty five point eight from twenty five point twenty five point eight points. It's weird to say point. And then a number and then points again. Um, but, you know, it's just there's not a ton of like really this year's going to be weird for running backs, you know, because we've got B. John Robinson ranked pretty high as a rookie with not a lot going. Um, Jonathan Taylor is coming off, you know, a pretty lackluster season after the season before when he was absolutely stellar. There's just not as many big time name running backs that I feel confident about. Christian McCaffrey is the one that I do feel comfortable. If he's if you're the if you're the one one in your draft, I think you in a redraft format, I think you have to go with Christian McCaffrey in that situation. Yep. Yep. Um we've got Elijah Mitchell, Jordan Mason, uh Tyrion Davis Price behind him. Um Jeff Wilson is Jeff Wilson's gone now, right? Wilson's gone. Yeah. Um oh yeah he was gone last season too. yeah yeah with them like Miami, Miami. or something yeah mm-hmm. um Elijah Mitchell's knee you know, he had that good season a couple years ago but um his knee blew out uh he's missed 18 of a possible 34 regular season games over the first two seasons he's been in um yeah I don't really trust the handcuffs on this team I think if McCaffrey goes down you're you're not gonna get anywhere close anywhere close to the same production yeah it'll um, be a three-headed yeah. monster yeah and then if you bring in, you know, Debo Samuel and start giving him more 
more rushing like they like a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of these backs. I don't have a lot of them. I don't think it's even kind of worth going over where I, yeah, Elijah Mitchell 44. Um, and that's the closest one to Christian McCaffrey I have. So, uh, we're just going to move on to the wide receivers here. Uh, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk. Um, those are the two wide receivers on this team worth targeting. They're the only two that I feel comfortable about having any sort of impact fantasy wise uh Debo Samuel last season did kind of fall off a little bit um not nearly as dynamic um and it, you know didn't really get the the rushing basis that he had the, the season prior um they finished as wide receiver 24 and wide receiver 25 on a points per game basis last year um averaged 13.7 and 13.6 points per game between the two of them um and 13.4 points uh each during Brock Purdy stretches the starter for this team so um Ayuk, best season of his career at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. it looked like he was kind of falling off. Uh, all career best, 78 catches, a little over 1,000 yards, and eight touchdowns. Those are all career highs for him. Um, and that's three years now with the 49ers. Um, yeah, he's led the Niners in targets twice since he's like entered the league. So, But, yeah, we're going to Debo now. Debo's the guy that we're going to do. 2022 season was a disappointment after that 2021 season. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver three in that season so he was getting drafted pretty high i can't remember where was he yeah he had to have gone in the second round in our yeah he was the second round in our draft last year yeah yeah um uh fell off i played just 13 games last season still uh did average 8.3 touches per game um which was only just barely less than 2021 the breakout season um huge difference though was the touchdown regression 14 in 2021 only five in 2022 um i he's still a very 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 talented wide receiver i don't think that there's anything denying that i think if he plays right now i have him as my wide receiver 17 um where do you got where do you got debo uh that's a little higher than i would have him i i actually have him and i really really close, close. you said they finished 24 25 last yeah season, i mean honestly just, that's right around yeah. where I'd have them this season. Pretty much every single stat, they were, uh, you know, essentially very, very similar. In. And I think the value is probably Ayuk. Um, yeah. Given where I see him going in a lot of drafts. I mean, Debo still, I think, going off of that season two years ago where he was kind of half wide receiver, half running back. Yeah. But they're not going to do that anymore. And I just like I look – Ayuk uh, sort of as a pure wide receiver a little better. I, Debo's yeah. a freak athlete, but I think Ayuk is a just pure wide receiver. I like him better. Yeah, the one thing, Debo, the yak yards, uh, which he has tops in over the last three years, those are huge. He's really great after the catch. The thing for me is that the, just the quarterback carousel, the same uh, five different starting quarterbacks uh, over the last three regular seasons. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got a great defense. They've got a great coach. Um, I think that this team can still put points on the board. Um, but, yeah, I've got Ayuk down at 34. I've got Debo at 17 right now. Well, um, it's a bigger gap than I, I Yeah, and, and I just, you know, it's just Debo's a talented player. He's the mm-hmm. type of player that you should be, like, trying to get the ball in his hands. And there's now with McCaffrey there, yeah, there's a few more mouths to feed. But I, I don't know. It's lower than, obviously lower than I had him last year by a large margin. But I still think that he can be pretty solid mm-hmm. um wide receiver two 
ceiling for me for for Debo. Um, but again, can he stay healthy all season? That's the question. Uh, but that'll end the wide receiver conversation for this team. Let's move on to the tight end, uh, George Kittle. Uh, hmm. Clearly, top option in the tight end. Uh, where do you got? Where do you got him ranked? It's, uh, tight ends are always He'd pretty be much. He's your four. He's your four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coming off uh, eleven touchdown season last year. Uh, that's double his previous career high. So that's huge. Um, he caught uh, just one the season prior. Was that twenty twenty one? Was a pretty disappointing season for Kittle. Um, and I believe he was hurt for a lot of that too. Um, uh, Kittle ranks third in total points amongst tight ends, uh, and that's after missing the first two games of the season last year. Um, yeah, I mean, take back. So his his prior season was six touchdowns. You give him that, he's yeah. still going to be a top six tight end yeah. in total points. Um, to me, he's like one of the four tight ends who I would be fine taking in in that first you know three rounds or whatever. Yeah. Kind of after that, I'm I'm fine waiting. Yeah, uh, it's sort of the bottom of that that top tier of, of guys. Yeah, well, see, this is the other thing that's interesting is because with Brock Purdy, this is like I've gotten some uh, fan tracks and uh, some stats from uh, you know the big one that does stats. I can't remember the time. I should say all my names of my my sources, but um, weeks thirteen through eighteen, uh, the games where Brock Purdy started. Uh, Kittle was first in his position, 16.3 points per game during that stretch. Um, so, yeah, and during the fantasy playoffs, he was averaging, so that's 15 through 17, 22.3 points per game. So this is with Brock Purdy as the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, but you got, is he the fourth option now in this offense behind Christian McCaffrey, Samuel, and Ayuk? Probably, but he's still also one of the most talented tight ends, very good at getting open, very good going deep. Um, he's a going to be top 10 tight end this season i don't think that there's any yeah yeah, i don't think that there's no question yeah um yeah it's been three seasons since kittle got 100 or more targets though um targets per game has averaged uh average has declined actually each of the past four seasons so that is something to keep in mind and will him and brock pretty continue that connection does brock pretty start the season who knows uh well guys that will finish up i said guys like alex is here his presence like <laughs> looms large it's permeates, yeah. <laughs> uh but that will do it for this uh san francisco 49ers team uh where do you see this niners team finishing record wise josh uh i think they will finish 10 10 and 7 10 and 7 i'm yeah. gonna go 9 and 8 uh just to be the contrarian um yeah I, they're a good team Again, it's the the defense is absolutely incredible. Um, but yeah, the quarterback situation gives me a little bit of pause. Uh, let's move on to a team that's not nearly as exciting. Uh, we've got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Derek Williams is gone. Trace McSorley, believe it or not, he's gone. Max Williams gone. AJ Green gone. DeAndre Hopkins gone. Uh, some key additions though. Uh, Jeff Driscoll, that quarterback with the big old butt that they take pictures of. Zach Pascal, Matt Prater. Uh, wait, the Prater. Yeah, the Prater. Did he leave and come uh, back? Hang on, hang on. I don't see. I don't see Matt Prater on the depth chart, John. Oh shit, maybe he's gone. Well, we'll get rid of him. Uh, Michael Wilson, a wide receiver, um, and a new coaching staff. Uh, so quarterback, dude, quarterback. Uh, we've got Kyler Murray. We've got Colt McCoy. We've got Clayton Toon, and we've got David Blah, Bluff. former Detroit Lion, David Blah, Blah, Bluff, Bluff, whatever. Um, yeah, 
crazy uh, kind of a mess at this situation. Uh, Kyler Murray is hurt, but it's yeah. one of those. He tore his ACL on December 12th. Um, so it's, you know, will he be able to come back in time for the beginning of the season? Um, that's kind of up in the air. Right now I have as, as my quarterback 22, like ah, how the mighty have fallen. I remember last year he it was, was like, was like top yeah. five <laughs> yeah. quarterback last season. I, I if I recall right. Yeah, I, but um, if he if he's able to come back and play the season, I just don't know if he's going to be able to hit that. Like, can he get you fifty rushing yards a game? I don't no, think so. No. Um, and that's that's his appeal. That is his fantasy appeal. That is yeah. the Kyler Murray thing. Um, but I, I just think it'll be limited. And you know, it's because. What was it, Cliff Kingsbury, who like left and went to like fucking Bangkok or some shit, and like, yeah, yeah. And God. who's their coach now? You and I. Uh, we'd have to have our cat. Um, Hang on, our cat uh, producer looked that up. Her name's Lady, and currently, Lady, she's just laying on the ground. Lady, get your cat computer and figure this out, dude. Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon, cool. The Cannon, uh, the Cannon Gannon. Um, but yeah, I this Cliff King, Kingsbury is no longer in town, and he was throw, 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 throw. I think you're going to see a little more balance from this offense. I also think that you're going to be seeing a lot of like shit from this <laughs> offense. Like, so I don't expect. Uh, yeah, it's it's just I think fantasy value is going to decrease even if he plays, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Kyler, it's fewer games, less running, fewer yards through the air. It's just there's just not a lot of upside here for me. Um, would you draft him as a backup? Uh, honestly, no. Really? Um, no. There, there's guys that I would probably be happier with as a backup to Murray. Yeah. And then part of the problem is I just I, I don't think their wide receiver room is that great. So it's like it ain't. Uh, even if he's healthy and, um, you know, able to start week one, who the hell are you throwing the ball to? Some guys, you know, just some, some dudes. Greg Dorch? Greg Dorch. I mean, Dorch? I mean, maybe those are the things. Uh, we do have to talk about Colt McCoy. Uh, he started last year um, on injured reserve with a calf, um, neck injury in week 14, and missed the last couple of weeks with a concussion, um, and an unspecified injury right now that he's still recovering from. And he also might not be ready to start the season. Um, yeah, it's whatever. You're not drafting Colt McCoy if Kyler Murray can't go. David Blah started a couple of games last year. Um, wasn't terrible, uh, but, you know, they drafted this kid, Toon, in the fifth round. I don't even know where this dude went to, went to school, honestly. I can tell you right now I've never heard of Clayton Toon before. If that makes us less reputable as a fantasy football site, then you know what? Less reputable me up. Toon down. Toon down, maybe. Um, yeah, fifth-round quarterback. Um, I just don't I don't think that this dude has any more upside than blah. No. Yeah. So right now, this entire quarterback room, I think. You know, if I was in, like, a dynasty league, I might snipe Murray late, you know, if you could. I mean, I wouldn't. Sure. I, if I'm like, if I want a backup quarterback, I mean, you can do worse, I guess. I mean, at this juncture, like if I get, you know, a guy like an Aaron Rodgers or because I, I tend to weigh like a Trevor Lawrence or something, I'd probably rather have like Derek Carr if I really wanted a backup. Oh, yeah, I would um, take Carr every day or, or Jordan Murray. Love or something like that. But, you know, I don't know. It's just 
weird. I mean, because like, wasn't Kyler Murray was pretty high high ranked last season? Oh yeah, in. yeah. I think he was like QB five or yeah. six, pretty pretty consensus. Mm-hmm. So then the wheels fell off. Well, let's move on to uh, like I said, this is just a team. Like so, we're, we're going to try and get through this quick. Where I apologize that we have to talk about this this garbage pile. Um, so we've got James Conner uh, coming back. Uh, you know, it, when he's healthy, he's great. When James Conner's yeah. healthy, he's very, very good. Um, he's ranked as a, like, where do you have uh, James Conner ranked? I would in? have him probably 22, 23, somewhere, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Maybe 22. Yeah, that's kind of where I have him too, like in that 20 to 25 region. Um, so I, I think, honestly, if you get him, snipe him as your second back, you're going to have a pretty solid floor, you know, pretty, yeah, I mean, pretty I, decent. He's, a, I think, a solid RB2. Yeah. So, and that's, you know, uh, that's the, you know, it's just his injury stuff for me. That's, that's always been kind of an issue. Uh, you know, I'd expect them to run more this year. Like I said earlier with the, the problem of Kyler, Kyler Murray, uh, but that is a problem for Connor too. Cause he, uh, he's averaged only 13 games per season over the last six years. So, you know, when you draft him, you're going to miss him for a few weeks there. Um, Keontae Ingram is the backup on this team. He did get some work last year uh, filling in for Connor. Um, yeah, this is kind of the same as the other one. Like, do I trust any of these guys as a handcuff? Not really. Super deep leagues, like, sure. Um, Corey Clement, you could add, you know, just in case Connor and Ingram are both hurt. Um, I just take the youngest guy. And that yeah. would be my strategy. There's still like some talk that there's they could add a running back, like a, maybe get a Kareem Hunt or someone in town. Mm-hmm. But right now, yeah, James Conner, I think, is a very solid run, running back, too. Why even bother? They're going to be so bad. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, it's just a thing. I mean, and also running backs, you're getting them pretty cheap now. True, they fall off trees. You're getting them so cheap that they're all joining <laughs> Zoom calls and, and complaining to each other, uh, commiserating about it. But, um yeah, no, it's it's uh yeah the running backs. I don't know, I don't know. Are you are you taking any handcuffs in Grim or anything? No, no, thank you. I had to turn out my headphones. Uh, well, let's move on to the wide receivers. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was on this team. He ain't anymore. Um, going into it, like with DeAndre Hopkins, this did look like a pretty decent wide receiver room. Honestly, Marquise Hollywood Brown yeah. is number two. Rondale Moore's got a lot of hype. Uh, Dorch had a couple of good games last year. Um. You know, you know, I, I don't know now with, with Hopkins gone. It's just Hollywood Brown's really banger bust. Um, and again, Rondell Moore is just kind of the same. It's kind of a very similar player for me. Yeah. All right, I can't get my levels right. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, I, where, where do you like these guys? Who's your highest ranked Arizona receiver right now? Uh, I probably would have Hollywood Brown over Rondell Moore. Um Boy, they'd both be pretty far down the list for me. Probably like in the mid forties uh, for yeah. Brown, and probably like fifty, I'll say for for Rondale Moore. Um, Rondale. Brown Brown has you know big play upside, big game upside, but he's not going to be consistent. But there's a possibility he could he could take a step up and sort of become a Tyreek Hill light. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, so right now, uh, for me, my highest is Marquise Brown at 32. But again, like I said, it's going to be more balanced offense. So until, you know, uh, 
Kyler Murray is able to come back. Uh, I've got Rondale Moore at, as my wide receiver, 54. Um, and the other guys, I'm not even really going into taking the time to do that. But, um, yeah, it's probably just a situation where they're all going to be ranked a little bit lower than where you'd hope with all the changes and the quarterback situation. Um, second half of the season, though, I think that you might get some value there. I think it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, excuse me. Fill the, fill the gaps in space whenever I have to cough, Josh. Um, but, uh, no, I, I think that there's some, some potential by low value there for some of these guys, like Rondell Moore, um, who's, you know, great after the catch. You know, so if you get Kyler Murray back, depending on how much time he's going to miss, I think that you could get a steal there. You're just going to have to wait for it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, right now, Rondell Moore, 52, uh, Marquise Brown, uh, or 54, Marquise Brown, uh, 32. Uh, moving on to the tight end situation, Zach Ertz is still in town, 32 years old, uh, coming off a knee and, uh, knee surgery, um, probably won't be ready for week one for him. Uh, tight end, uh, yeah, where is, do you got Zach Ertz ranked right now? Uh, he'd be like 25, 26, yeah, somewhere around there. He's talented of a player as he is, and, and you know, it's just kind of getting to the end there. As far as you know, his uh, his tenure, but um, yeah, right now Trey McBride is the other uh, tight end on this team. Um, yeah, I don't even have him ranked it, or I do. I have him twenty three. Yeah, I've got him below Irv Smith. Um, you know, with with the surgery and not really being able to probably start week one and a questionable quarterback situation, new head coach. I don't want either of these guys. Um, Trey McBride, I think, is you know the younger option uh, taken last year, last year's draft, the first tight end taken in last year's draft. Actually, um, last four games of the season last year averaged uh, just around, just about eleven fantasy points per game, um, and he will be the number one tight end until Ertz comes back. Um, so even if he performs well, I don't know if he'll keep that top spot on the depth chart, but. Um, impossible right now to predict young tight end completely yeah. new system new coach who god only knows who's playing at quarterback um yeah i'm I'm not taking anyone in this room yep nope yep stay away uh josh where do you got arizona finishing this year Ooh, i think they're gonna be pretty bad i'll say i'll give them four wins four and 13 four yeah, wins uh, you know what just to be again i like to be the contrary i'll give them five um, five. Okay. We'll go Price is Right rules on that one. Five wins for that team. Uh, yeah, with that, uh, so that'll that'll carve that out. Get done with that. Uh, Arizona again. Yeah, dude, just weird. All the hype and all the shit. I remember a couple of years ago when they started the season like undefeated, and then the Packers beat them. The wheels fell. Just like, uh, yeah, now it's just ugly. Uh, well, we are gonna go to a quick break, and we will be back with the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> And we're back. Josh, who's your favorite team in the uh, NFC West? Who would you say is your favorite? Oh, my favorite team? Yeah, who do you like Hmm, the most? I'd probably have to go with probably the Seahawks. The the Hawks? The Hawks. The the Coffee Birds? Yeah. The the Needle? Mm. The the Space Needle? Cocky Pete Carroll? Nesters? Sauntering the (laughs) sidelines? Uh... (laughs) Eddie Lacy, the list goes on. Eddie Lacy, did he play for? Oh yeah, maybe. Well, he was a 
drafted by the Packers. Maybe he played for the Seahawks for like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he did. But, oh. Am I making this up? Well, he was a Packer first. Well, but, I know that, John. Yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe he did. I don't think he did anything of like note, but yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, of course he did. Uh, he well, was actually pretty good with it. Well, we're not talking about the Seahawks yet. We're talking about the Rams. Uh, uh, the Rams didn't do a lot in free agency this year. Uh, they were like, I think it was more just like cap space. Uh, Allen Robinson was Allen Robinson in with the Rams for more than a year, or was it just the one year? No, he was he was there. Was it two? Uh, well, wait a minute. I'd have to no, look. No, no, it was just it was just last year. Yeah, because it was really bad. Allen Robinson, and I don't know where is he now. <sighs> It's just like you just forget that he exists because I know he's on a team. I hope he's in jail uh, for what he did. Yeah, he was just on the Rams for that one year. Oh, God damn it. Is he on a team? Oh, he's with the Steelers. Yeah, he got signed by the Steelers. Um, yeah, well, whatever. He got uh, traded. Uh, they traded Jalen Ramsey, cut Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner went back to Seattle. Um, additions for this Rams team, not really anyone with any high fantasy value here um the offensive line got a little bit better uh stetson bennett the kid from georgia was there with the fourth pick um 14 players in the draft pretty much just defense and offensive line for this team so nothing crazy as far as that's concerned uh let's go into this uh quarterback situation matthew stafford has been pretty low on the fantasy like ladder for a while now Mm -hmm. um he's going to be the starter for this team one would imagine there was some talk about him retiring that is not there um Bennett is on this team and from what I've heard is like having a pretty decent like rookie camp and looking pretty good um but it kind of depends I think if they're trying to win Stafford's going to be the starter for this team where do you got Matt Stafford ranked dude like I uh, it's like we're, we're coming to the end he's just yeah it'd be like 20 I'd put him like 22 maybe just because like just for old time's sake well I don't know there is a world where you know if he is healthy his cup is still there he's got a couple other weapons on on offense and you know um their head coach is offensive oriented so look there's there's a world where he has a bounce back season after you know last last year but um certainly not somebody i'm targeting by any means but yeah well, you know, I've got him ranked as my quarterback uh, 20. I got him below Goff, actually, oh. his, like, replacement you in have him D- Detroit. Than me? Yeah, but, but this is the back end, dude. This is where you're looking. This is where if you want to draft one of these guys, you're going to have Kenny Pickett or Derek Carr or Kyler Murray so or Matthew Stafford. Like, so you don't want any of these dudes on this back end. But, um, yeah, whatever. He's, he's toast. Uh, I don't think he's going to do a whole lot this year. He will start, I think. Um, and they'll probably stick with him through the season. But, yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, running back situation is a little more interesting for this team. Uh, Cam Akers uh, looked to be done last year. Looked to be absolutely done and going to get shipped out of town. Then all of a sudden, you know, started cranking out some, like, really, really solid games. Um, he can pop off. He can blow up. And then he also can get hurt a lot. Um, the injury problems, that's the main issue. It definitely was holding him back last season. Um, but I do think he is the clear favorite in this backfield and he can put up, he can put up 50 points in a game. It's just like it last year was so weird with this dude. Like it uh, was, I had him for a large, I think chunk a lot of, of the people, season. Yeah. It was so bizarre. Yeah. I think a lot of people, he got passed around a lot last year just because it was like, okay, maybe finish the season pretty strong. But again, the injury problems are there. 
Um, Kyron Williams is the backup on this team. He got some playing time last season, didn't do a lot with it, uh, was a rookie, and uh, the offense was pretty pretty bad last year. So Kyron Williams, you know, second year we could see what, what can happen, maybe steal some carries from Akers. Right now I have K-Makers list as my running back 25. Uh, where do you got where do you got old team? I, I'd have him like 28. 28, uh, yeah. I'm not. I don't trust it. Yeah, Where'd Daryl Henderson go? Oh, Darrell Henderson, man, that's that's a great question. I, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, because because he started the season kind of strong. This was just a weird team last year, man. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, let's move on to the wide receiver while you're looking up Darrell Henderson. Um, are you are you getting any anything? Uh, oh, I think he's oh, on Jacksonville. A team. I think he signed with Jacksonville. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for him. You know, it's. I think he's a free agent right now i don't think he's on Maybe a team you're right but um but he was on the never mind we're, well we're i think he topic. went to yeah i think he went to jacksonville but last he was year on the rams last yeah, year. yeah yeah he was on the rams but um maybe they traded him he was cut though uh, uh, he was waived in november that's right yeah and then jacksonville. i had um kyron williams for a while and yeah. when they cut him i thought hoo hoo and then kyron and williams did, did nothing, nothing. <laughs> jack dick uh yeah but henderson yeah he's he was with jacksonville last season and he was waived uh in december so he's no longer on an nfl team be interesting to see if he signed somewhere uh wide receiver let's just get to the get to the point cooper cup is the only wide receiver on this team that you should be drafting um there's nobody else that is worth anything uh fan jefferson is the number two wide receiver on this team that dude is so utterly inconsistent just like he's so consistent at being absolutely terrible and <laughs> inconsistent um i i don't know i i think that cup is just going to be i think he's going to get fed the ball a lot um i have him as my wide receiver uh six right now mm-hmm and if you can get him, I think he's going to get the ball early and often because there's just nothing else to do here yeah. with this team. Yeah, where would you? Where do you? Do you have Cup in your top five? Or oh just... yeah, I, I I put him at five right now. Um, yeah, let's see, Jefferson Chase. Yeah, yeah, I'd have him. I'd have him four maybe. Four. Okay. Yeah. Well, that averages out because um, he is. It is him. I mean, yeah, it's he's the guy, so he's going to get a buttload of targets, and you know, and he, you know, he got banged up last year too, um, so it'll be interesting to see how he comes back from that. And he's not getting any younger, but I do think he's going to have a crazy, possible record-breaking target season just for how absolutely, utterly garbage this wide receiver room is. Um, but yeah, he's the only one I've ranked. And well, maybe I think I've got Van Jefferson pretty far down there, but uh, let's just move on to the tight end room. This is so, so such a weird division because there's two teams that you're like, yeah, this is very interesting. And then the other teams are like, yeah, screw it. Just move on. Uh, Tyler Higby is the tight end on this scene. Tyler Higby. Do you know how many times I've had Tyler Higby on my team? So, so many. Um, there's just every year there's hype for this dude every single year it's always bullshit it's always bullshit uh career high in touchdowns is five in seven seasons um there's not a lot of other tight ends on this team um but this would be the year if there's ever going to be a year when this dude can be a consistent fantasy target this is it because he's going to be the second favorite target on the team and the only person ahead of him is cooper cop that is it uh where do you where do you have tyler higby listed in your rankings josh uh i'd have him as my tight end put him 16 
talking about that. 16. I have him as I have him just above uh Greg Dulcich, who we talked about mm. last week. I've got him at 12. Okay. Um but again, that's saying not a lot. But you're sort of selling me on him cuz he is I think the number 2. Uh he has to be at this point. But again, does that mean anything? <laughs> yeah, well it's Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. I mean it could be the season. I mean, like, are you because at that level, are you more comfortable taking Evan Ingram or Dalton Schultz, or do you want to take the Higby train? Um, You're going to be I able to get take, him late. I can I tell would you. I take that. Ingram over over Higby, but I think the point being, what you want from a tight end, especially a later round guy, is volume. Yeah, and consistent volume. And well, one could say that's what you want from every. If player. he doesn't get it this season, he ain't never gonna get it. This is it. Yeah, this is the season. Turned a um, Creole there. For yeah, a you did go into a Creole thing. That boy don't get it this season. I like it. Uh, well, that'll do it for the Rams. Uh, yeah. I, where do you what do you have the win loss record for this team? Oh man, you better know, than the Cardinals. Uh, I will. Yes, I'll give them five wins. Oh, then you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna up the ante. I'm gonna go six wins on this team. I'll actually go seven, uh, seven and ten for this team. Um, like I said, I think that they did some good things in the draft with like the offensive line, defensive line, so on and so forth with that. But yeah, it's just kind of like the end. You know, they they did all that free agency spending, won the Super Bowl, and it's like okay, now let's just yeah. fade into obscurity for a few years, and maybe they'll come back later on. Well, that will do it for the Rams. Our final team is the kind of the the surprising one. Last year, the Seattle Seahawks team. Uh, some key players uh, we lost. Uh, we've got, yeah, it's Marquise Goodwin. Again, I stay away from defensive players because we're, we're a fantasy football podcast. We talk about guys that score me some points, dog. Uh, but Cody Barton is gone. Ryan Neal is gone. So I will actually say some guys. Jonathan Abram. Um, some notable free agency additions. We've got Bobby Wagner back in town. Um, Devin Bush from the Steelers. Evan Brown from the Lions. Um, and the draft, Devin Witherspoon. And then the guy, Jackson Smith and Jigbob. That's correct. Uh, the running back, uh, Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA, is also in that draft class. Uh, quarterback. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Last season, Geno Smith came into town. Not a lot of hype for me. Like, I, I'll i eat that. I'll eat that crow. Um, the dude had a fantastic year, got comeback player of the year. But looking at it from a fantasy perspective, that's where I kind of, you know, it's still 4,282 yards, 30 touchdowns, and only 11 interceptions. So pretty solid. Great passer rating. Uh, where do you have this guy ranked right now in your quarterback rankings? Uh, I'd put him 13. 13? I've got him at 15. Okay. I got him, like, below Rodgers. Um which I still think is pretty solid. If you are able to build a solid team, if you like, because like what I do is I try and build the running backs and wide receivers. You can win. You can win games with this dude as your fantasy quarterback. Um, but again, I'll ask you, Josh. Do you think we're going to see a little regression? I do, um, and part of why I, I would have him ranked a little lower, maybe. But I do think the addition of Jackson Smith, we're going to talk about the wide receivers, but that's yeah. a pretty solid wide receiver room. Yeah. So, you know, if, uh, if, you know, he can be similar in terms of numbers, I don't think he's going to hit the numbers he had last year. That's just not yeah. realistic, but I still think he's going to be solid. I, um, if he can keep the interceptions down, honestly, I mean, they signed him to a three-year deal. So, I mean, they've clearly got confidence in him. They drafted that wide receiver out of Ohio State. I mm -hmm. mean, so you're giving them weapons on top of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, who you already have. 
it's, so I, I mean, I think that that shows that he's going to be the starter throughout the season. So as a fantasy manager, I like that. I like seeing that's like, okay, this isn't going to be one of those like wishy-washy kind of back and forth whatevers, um, unless the wheels really fall off. But job security's here, new contracts in place, clear-cut starter. I think he can build on it. I think there, there obviously there's always potential for regression, especially for a guy like Geno Smith. It took him years to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he was just you know kind of bust city in with the Jets and kind of just twittered, twittered around, hither and twither and twain. Um, but yeah, I think that he can absolutely build on that season. Um, and the yeah, it's the quarterback situation is a lot when you consider the the wide receiver talent here that they have. So okay. right now he's my quarterback fifteen. You're a quarterback 13, which I think that's that's a very – that's a good spot. You can win games with a guy like that. Yep. Um, the running back situation on this team is also pretty solid. Um, the Seahawks running back room pretty much was a total change, uh, changing of the guard last season. Rashad Penny uh, was pretty incredible at the beginning of the season uh, before the season-ending injury. Um but then Kenneth Walker came in and, and took over. Absolutely thrived. Uh, 1,050 yards on 228 attempts, nine touchdowns, uh, 27 catches also for 165 yards. Um, where do you got Kenneth Walker going this season? Pen- Penny's obviously, Penny for your thoughts, is yeah. no longer with this team. Uh, Walker, I have as my RB 16. I've got him at 17, so okay. we're pretty close. We're pretty yeah. close today, dude. Yeah. Um, I really like him, though. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, they did invest a second-round pick on Zach Charbonnet from UCLA. Um, you know, crazy rushing season, 13, 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns on less than 200, 195 attempts. Um, also 37 receptions for 321 yards. Do you think Charbonnet is going to cut into uh, his uh, – receiving totals a little bit which were great you know 27 catches under 65 yards not crazy but yeah and and that's i would honestly have walker ranked maybe in the top 10 just barely if not for charbonnet because i do think charbonnet is going to get a lot of the receiving work yeah that you know walker wasn't necessarily getting but it's going to it that's not going to happen now because i think they drafted charbonnet for a reason He's kind of a pass-catching specialist yeah. at UCLA. And so... Well, a running specialist, too. That well, also yeah. worries me. More, I mean... Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it does limit Walker's upside. But Charbonnet is kind of a sneaky late-round pick yeah. um, for me. I just... I think it does take away the bell cow status that Walker had. So I think it's going to hurt him. You can't look draft position and what this dude did in college. He's going to be involved early, and he's going to be involved, I think, often. Um, it's seen again. We have no idea how the carries are going to be split between these two. They're both super talented. Um, will Kenneth Walker have the load? Will he be shouldering more of the load? Um, it, it you know remains to be seen. But I, I don't know. It, like, do you think that Charbonnet is going to be a threat, a true threat to Walker's fantasy status? Um, well, because you said you have him ranked at you have him ranked at running back. 16? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's below. Do you have him below, like, Brees Hall and Najee Harris and Aaron Jones? Um, I have him below. Like, Mixon? I have him above Jones. I have him above Mixon. I would have Hall ranked slightly higher, I think. Well, right now, we'll see if Cook Cook comes to town. Yeah, that's who knows. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, I mean, yes, it, it limits his upside for sure. But I just, I from what I watched of him uh, last season, I think he's a great runner. And Carroll likes to run the ball. I mean, yeah. they're going to run the ball. So I think we're going to learn a little bit more. I think this is one of those situations where you need to wait until um, you see some preseason performances. You see what these guys are doing in camp to see how they're going to use it. Like, if there's a ton of talent. But with these two talented backs, for me, comes a lot of uncertainty. And I don't like that when it comes to drafting running backs. Like, if, you know, like I said, like right now, how many running backs? Saquon Barkley just signed. So, I mean, like, who do you, I mean, uh, Pollard, Chubb, Henry, Taylor. Like, there's guys that I would feel a lot more comfortable taking over one of these two right now at the moment. Mm -hmm. But that remains to be seen. We'll have to monitor the backfield situation as the the offseason kind of unfolds here and we get closer to the season. Uh, wide receivers for this team. We've already talked about it. It's a pretty solid uh, group here of three pretty solid dudes. Um, yeah, who who do you like? Who do you like the most coming in? Do you think Jackson Smith and Jigbo is going to come out and be the guy uh, out of the slot? Or, I mean, Tyler Lockett? Um, nah, I, look, I don't think... I don't think Smith and Jigba is going to just kind of bust out of the gates and become like the number one, right? He's not. DK Metcalf it's is going to be the number right? one. Yeah, DK Metcalf is going to be the but, number one. But, you know, he was the first wide receiver off the board in the draft. Um, I think he's supremely talented. And I think, you know, you could make the argument that between the three of them, that's the best trio wide receivers in, in the entire yeah, league. you'd be hard-pressed to find a better um, one. So I think it, it's more... You know, does Lockett's value take take a hit? Um, he's getting older. He's 31, you know, so it'll be interesting to see if that role does kind of get packed into a little bit. I mean, looking at what this kid did in college, the last 95 catches, 1,600 yards, nine touchdowns, like, damn. Like, that's really good. Obviously, it's, you know, it's impossible to tell how that's going to translate. But uh, I guess to get into some numbers, last season Metcalf uh, was just a little over 1,000 yards on 90 catches with six touchdowns. Uh, Tyler Lockett was a little bit behind him, still over 1,000 yards. Uh, nine touchdowns, though, on 84 catches. Well, like we said, Marquise Goodwin is gone, so the third receiving option in this team will be the the rookie. Um, yeah, it's going to be – keep an eye like on how this kid's skill set like translates to the professional level, but – you know, if he starts, you know, it's it's possible he surpasses Lockett and targets this season, too. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, it's uh, he could be a fantasy gem. Right now, I have him as my wide receiver 45. Again, that's he's a rookie. I've got Tyler Lockett as 27, and I've got DK at 13. Um, DK is the guy to, to take early. But I yeah. think that this kid could be a steal, um, like a late round, a late season kind of gem here, if you get it. Yeah. Um, Actually, I actually have him ring little higher than you i've got him like 35 36 oh, okay. somewhere around there. yeah it's it's, it's very possible so. um it's this is a fun wide receiver room um you've got the established two dudes metcalf and lockett are going to get their numbers um i had metcalf it was a little bit of a down season you know as far as you know he hit the thousand the touchdown six touchdowns was a little bit of a, a gut punch but um they're going to get their numbers um i just think there's going to be some fantasy production in this team. It's just, again, just like the running backs, the distribution of targets and the development of, of Smith and Jigba. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, I think that's going to be, if we see if this kid can be the dynamic wide receiver that he was in college. 
Uh, tight end. Tight end, tight end, tight end. Uh, Noah Fant, uh, still with the team, uh, came over in the trade last year for Russell Wilson. Um, eh, you know, uh, I mean, the wide receivers on this team are clearly the ones to watch. Uh, do you? I don't have Fant ranked currently. Um, yeah, he's he's also injured at the moment. Uh, yeah, he had something with his knee. Um, I remember Will Disley was still getting Will a lot of Disley? work last year, so yeah. I'm not thrilled about any of the tight ends in this. Yeah, I don't think Fant uh, met the expectations uh, of people who drafted him last year. Third receiver, third leading receiver on the team, though, behind uh, uh, DK and uh, Tyler Lockett. Uh, 50 catches, 486 yards, and four touchdowns. Um, I do think that the uh, bringing in the rookie wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba, will hurt it. I think it, that hurt, that's going to hurt his production moving forward, um, especially on the perimeter. I think that that's going to be a thing. Um, middle of the field. He's got to get the middle of the field. But, you know, who knows how involved he's going to be in this offense. Um, and like I said, you like the injuries there. Um, the two-time Will Disley is there. But I think it's a very similar situation for Disley. Uh, last year, 34 catches, 349 yards, and three touchdowns. Um this is the of of this entire team. This is by far the weakest position as far as oh, I'm looking yeah. for a fantasy. This is, mm-hmm. I think, a high powered offense um, that's going to be pretty fun. I think this is the one to stay away from, though. I, I'm not taking either of these guys. Um, you know, if one of them kind of shows out early in the season, I think that they will be there for you to take in free agency. But right now, I'm not drafting any any of them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just uh, the potential is just pretty limited. And, you know, there's just other guys like, I mean, God, we just talked about Tyler Higby. I'd rather have Tyler Higby on my team. At least there's the potential for something there, Um, which hurts because Vance and Iowa boy. And it's, hey, you know, him and Hawkinson were both taking the same year. They can't all be good. You know, it's just one of those things. Could you ask me? I thought Fant would have been the one we'd be talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hawkinson was, eh, eh, who knows, man. Well, like I said, I would say I would recommend looking and exploring some other options as far as tight ends concerned. And that'll wrap it up. That's uh that is the NFC West Fantasy Outlook. Josh, how many wins do you have the Seattle team taken down? Uh I will give them we'll give them nine wins. Nine, nine, win. and, and, uh, nine and eight. eight. Yeah. So you're giving the forty ers the division. Yes. Okay. I gave the 49ers nine. I'm going to give this Seahawks team 11 wins. I think that they take this division again. I, I like this team. I think that they're solid. And it'll be interesting. I think the defense is pretty solid. Tariq Woolen last year was, you know, kind of a fun little thing. So it'll be interesting to see. But, again, we're not talking about defenses today. We're only talking about offenses. Uh, normally, at this point in the episode, we would have Josh and Alex face off um, in a game of wits. Uh, but since uh, Alex isn't here, I kind of pivoted. And so this one that I'm doing for you, Josh, it's kind of like, a, uh, what's the term? Like Clue. Oh. You know the movie Clue where it's like so-and-so in the whatever Based with a whatever? Based on popular board game? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a name of a player. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you something about that area of like the, the country that they're located in. Okay. And I'm going to give you something... Uh, like how they committed the crime, but it's going to be related to their team name. And then I, you got to give me the team name. Okay. And I have a few of these, so I just want to see how many you get right. You're going to win today, regardless. Uh, if you get okay. one right, I'm giving you a win. Don't don't, don't count your chickens. Man. I'm interested. I'm actually kind of glad because I, I wrote this up after Alex said he wasn't going to be able to make it because Alex would get probably all these very very quickly. And I think you will. You'll get a lot of them. I think there'll be a couple that might hang you up. We'll start with an easy one. Okay. okay. And again, 
I'm going to give you the three things, and you have to tell me the team okay. that they played for, or most well-known for. Some of these players played for other teams. Sure. But, okay. <clears throat> so, Junior Seau, under the Hollywood sign, with a Thunderbolt. Oh, the Chargers. Okay, that was yeah. that was a pretty easy one. Okay. Terry Glenn, on the grassy knoll, with a six-shooter. Mm, Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys, you were correct. All right. <clears throat> ben Coates. In Lizzie Borden's house with an air-to-surface missile. Oh, Lizzie Borden's house. <laughs> ben Coates <laughs> in Lizzie Borden's house with an air-to-surface missile. Washington? The New England Patriots. Oh, that would have made... Yeah. Okay. Patriot. That's what I was thinking, but I was like, air-to-surface missile. Must uh, be like Northern Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the Patriots. That one was a little bit not great. Uh, all right. Willis McGahee mm-hmm. at the International Church of Cannabis with a horseshoe. Uh, Indianapolis. Snow. Duh. International Church of Cannabis with a horseshoe. Denver? Denver Broncos. Yeah. That is correct. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Art Monk mm-hmm. at Lincoln Memorial with the squadrons at his disposal. Washington. Washington. That is correct. The Commanders. That was probably my favorite one. Okay. This, uh, yeah, all these ones are like really easy. We'll just like run. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jim Everett mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills with a headbutt. The Rams? Okay. That is the Rams. Yeah. That's what I was like, I was like, headbutt. I was like, <laughs> get that one. Uh, okay. Richard Dent at the Cloud Gate with claws and teeth. Richard Dent at the Cloud Gate with claws and teeth. The Bears. Is that your answer? No. Because it's correct. It's, oh. It is the Chicago <laughs> Bears. Richard Dent famously of the Excellent. Chicago Bears. Uh, okay, let's do this last one. Um, <laughs> like these two are just like these two are really easy. Uh, Brian Dawkins next to the Liberty Bell with talons. Ah, the Eagles. Yeah. And finally, Jericho Cotri in the Empire State Building with a fighter plane. Ah, uh, the Jets. The Jets. All right. Josh, oh, wait. No, there's one more. <laughs> Joe Horn in the French Quarter with a Divine Thunderbolt. The oh, uh, the, the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> oh, God. You had to do the voice. <laughs> all right, Josh. You got all of them correct. You almost got one wrong for a second there, but you got all of them correct, uh, even though that was a cakewalk of a competition against yourself. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for, oh, for joining. Thank you, John. Alex, uh, again, we, we hope you get better. We'll have you next week, I'm sure. Uh, we'd like to thank, of course, as we always do, uh, Jack Hotel for the amazing theme song. You can find them on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you get your music. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter, at the FFCast, for as long as Twitter's a thing. I don't know, it's a, mm, until it blows up from... It's X now. Oh, yeah, I forgot. X will it. give it to you. X. Well, X is certainly going to give it to you if you come follow us on Twitter. Uh, the season is starting soon. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to be doing some... Uh, Mocky D episodes. That's what I call mock drafts, mm-hmm. uh, which I should uh, say. But no, Josh, uh, thank you again so much. And as always, keep thank on fantasying. Josh. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye bye.